Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. And he eventually learns humanity and gets a Robin Williams suit of skin. What? <laughs> what the hell and are you talking If you didn't about? want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. It certainly is because what we do on this show is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. Then when the movie comes out, we go and see it and see how well we did. I feel like I've said that so many times. You're getting faster with it as well. Yes, it just becomes like uh, muscle memory at this point. Yeah. Welcome to the first show of 2023. Yes, happy 2023, everybody. We're here to talk about a great movie this week. Well, what we presume is going to be a great movie. What a good start to the year. Yes, yes. So, in all... Uh, it has open- three in the title. Yes. 2023. Yes. Megan yeah. with a three in it. Yeah, or well, Megan, but yes. Megan, sorry. So, yeah, exactly. Now, in in full, like, transparency here, Manny D and I both didn't want to do this episode today. Full transparency as well. I went to a New Year's Eve party last night, and I'm very yeah. hungover. So, we're recording this on New Year's Day. It's going to come out uh, in about a week, but uh, it will be out by the time you're listening to it, obviously. <laughs> what am I talking about? But, yeah, it's New Year's Day. We're both, like, a little, you know, worn out from the night before. Yes. We both did our own thing, but like we came into the studio today and we both looked at each other and were like, we don't want to do this episode. <laughs> no. We don't want to talk about this movie. This is a movie that has no interesting qualities about it at for us, all. For, for us. For us. For us. So, a lot of people are very excited for this movie. As I said last week, we weren't originally going to cover this movie because I looked at the trailer and was like, uh-uh. But because it became such a like a popular viral trailer, I'm like, we have to talk yes. about it because everyone's going to go and see this movie. And it gives us a chance to talk about James Wan again. You can't pass an opportunity We always to love that. talking about James Wan on this show. So, the, the movie that we're here to talk about this week, of course, is Megan. Here in Australia, we say the name Megan as Megan, regardless of how it's spelt. So it's going to be a struggle for us to call her Megan. Megan. But that is how they pronounce her name in the movie. Interestingly enough, the director, the director of the movie, I haven't written his name down because he's done nothing before. He's done two episodes of a TV show and uh, a, a random movie that no one's seen. He's from New Zealand. He calls her Megan. But everyone else in the movie calls her Megan, and so, he directed it. Yeah, so the creative team aren't even together on this. No. On the name of the movie. Yeah, exactly. There's probably going to be characters in the movie who call her Megan as well. But yeah, for the sake of this episode, we're just going to call her Megan, because that seems to be the popular consensus on what her name is. I thought her name was Christy. That was my guess. Christy! For, for, the, for the blood. <laughs> I certainly hope so. So, this movie is being produced by James Wan, who, of course, produced Saw. No, he was he directed Saw. He didn't write Saw. I just want to point out Thanks. that was Lee Winnell. But yeah, he directed Saw. He's probably most famous for directing the Saw franchise. He directed the Conjuring franchise, with the exception of the one we covered. Uh, and he was also the director and writer of Malignant, which is one of the worst fucking horror movies I've ever seen. People rave about that movie. I had to go and see it because I'm like, everyone's talking about this movie, and it was goddamn awful. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm so hesitant to talk about Megan this week, because I'm like, it's going to be the same shit. <laughs> and this movie is actually written by Akela Cooper, based on a story by James Wan, of course. So James Wan came up with the concept. He went and spoke to Akela Cooper, of course, who fleshed it out into a full movie. The only other notable credit that I saw for Akela Cooper is she wrote Malignant, that movie I fucking hate. Wow. So going to be a winner, right? Yeah, it's going to be. This is going to be just as good, I could guarantee <laughs> it, it. So... What I did with my plot, basically, mm-hmm. was I took all the story beats from Malignant and just put a, a killer doll in it. <laughs> too easy. Too easy. So, the story just came together. So, what do we know about Megan so far? We're clearly super keen to talk about this movie. Yeah. So, there is a lot of promotional material out there for this movie. There is yes. 
two trailers. Uh, tell They're very s- high on promoting it at the mm-hmm. moment. Tell oh, me- and by the way, I just want to point this out as well. Sorry to interrupt you there, Matty D. The movie is actually out right now. Oh. The day that this episode comes out, the movie is going to cinemas because they moved the release window up forward so it wouldn't be competing with other movies. So, you can go and see this movie in the cinemas today. Yeah. Go watch the movie and listen to this episode. Yeah. See how well we did. I know. I'm going to go see it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. After no, you the dead sequence. Anyway, what do we know about this movie? So, there's two trailers for this movie. Uh, yes. Telling the story about a killer doll. Well, not... Well, yeah. Killer doll. Killer AI that comes to a little girl's house that is sworn an to protect her. It's an android. It's so, an automaton. So Megan- <laughs> yeah, it's an automaton. <laughs> So, Megan stands for Model 3 Generative uh-huh. Android. Yeah. So, in, in that, uh, as a, what is it, an anagram? Yes, I guess so. Is that correct? I don't yeah, think Yeah, I think so. The anagram is is when different letters mean. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, that as an anagram <laughs> is, is Megan. Yes. But yes, what, what do yes. we know about the so, plot so, so two two trailers are out. I think there's also an additional teaser trailer out. Uh, there is two leaked scenes as well that are out. One of those scenes is... Uh, Megan at the dinner table with the rest of the family. I didn't watch either of the a little two bit, scenes, to um, be honest. Oh, well, they helped me a lot. Uh, okay. Me- Megan being kind of like a little bit defiant. And the other one is a, the, a scene with a little boy and a really disturbing ear-pulling scene. Okay, wow. That, uh, that was also there. It's really big on social media. They're really advertising this dancing Yeah, thing. so there's a scene... Well, there's a shot in the trailer where Megan is, like, walking down a hallway doing a little dance as she's chasing somebody, presumably, to kill them. Yes. And that really just took the world by storm. Everyone's like, i got to see this fucking movie because this, <laughs> yeah, well, this robot girl's dancing. It's, uh, yeah, it's now a TikTok dance. Um, and also the, the song of the trailer... Is it Bella Porch? Bella- it was a Taylor Swift song. Oh, is it? Well, there's two different trailers. So it was Bella two Porch's di- song. I think, I think one trailer has Bella Porch and the other one has Taylor Swift. So, the, the main trailer has uh, Taylor Swift's song. I think it's called It's Good to Have a Friend, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Any Taylor Swift fans out there can send me hate mail. Sure. And I think the other one was a Bella Porch song. So, those are two popular people right now, right? Yeah, so and like- they're two popular songs yes, as well. So, that that's really helped the advertising of this movie. But yeah, so basically we know that this is a... Um, a family that adopts an AI robot, robot, an automaton, an automaton, and essentially what they've described it as is it's like uh, Chucky if Chucky was a, a female doll, I guess. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need to know. This is just child's play, but with a lady doll instead of a male doll, yeah, and then it's a robot it's, instead it's, of like a possessed doll. It's kind of like child's play meets the you know trilogy Hal, of terror, Hal nine thousand sort of yeah. Um, from we've seen this before. Yes, we. This have. is not a new yeah, concept. I, I saw a Home Alone movie where this was the, the fucking premise. Really, Home right, Alone the, Four. Yeah, the one with the robot house. Yes, that was Home Alone <laughs> Four. <laughs> Terrible movie. So yeah, this is an old premise, right? You, they bring a robot. The robot becomes disruptive, and uh, so it's a new coat of paint on an old premise. Uh-huh. We've, yeah, this is nothing new. I, thought you- I, was, I think I saw a Jetsons uh, <laughs> short where this happened, where the robot goes rogue. Yes. Would you like to hear the synopsis for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, this yeah. movie? Hear me, hear me. So this is from the official website, and it starts off, she's more than a toy, she's family. What does that mean? She's family. From the most prolific minds in horror, James Wan, the filmmaker behind Saw, Insidious, and the Conjuring franchise, and Blumhouse, the producer of the Halloween films. Ugh. I just love that they slap the Blumhouse <laughs> stamp on everything Yes. Else. It's just like, you know, they show Blumhouse the script and they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Why? Boom. Blumhouse I get it's their most successful franchise at the moment, but why highlight that they were the producers of the Halloween films, given those last two movies? (laughs) People like them. Anyway, producer of the Halloween films comes a fresh new face in terror. New. Hmm. 
Megan is a marvel of artificial intelligence, a lifelike doll programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Designed by brilliant toy company roboticist Gemma, Megan can listen and watch and learn as she becomes a friend and teacher, playmate and protector for the child she is bonded to. When Gemma suddenly becomes the caretaker of her orphaned eight-year-old niece Katie, Gemma's unsure and unprepared to be a parent. Under intense pressure at work, Gemma decides to pair her Megan prototype with Katie in an attempt to resolve both problems, a decision that will have unimaginable consequences. Yeah, I wonder what will happen. That was a small novel. Yeah. That went on forever, but yeah. Yeah, geez, yeah. I wonder what will happen. It's a such lot, a mystery. A of, uh, yeah, a lot of information there. My prediction is we'll have very much the same plot. Yes. But we shall see. So we've gone from Knock at the Cabin, where we had <laughs> nothing and had to make everything up, to yeah. a movie where they're just handing us the entire plot on a silver platter. I'm going to be very disappointed in us if we don't nail this plot. Yeah, me too. So we've we've got in the trailers they've given us everything. So it's just a matter of There's no uh, surprises here. It's just a matter of if we actually and are hey, smart enough to put it out in the right may- order. Maybe we're being cocky here, but like it yeah. seems like this is an easy win for us. Yes. We could just be being cocky. Maybe the movie will surprise us and it'll be like it'll be like a real nope. It'll be like a sleeper hit of the year. Maybe. So let's go in with a little bit more positivity. So let's talk about who's in the movie before we dive into our plot. So playing the character of Gemma is Alison Williams, who probably everybody will know from Get Out. Yes. Also that TV show with the the famous scene, if if you know what I'm talking about. No. I think it was called, what was it called? Like Girls or something like that. Okay. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen the scene. (laughs) People out there will know what I'm talking about. Right. But yes, she was in she was in Get Out playing the the girlfriend, the psychotic girlfriend. That's right. Playing a little bit of a warmer character, it seems, yeah. in this one. Yeah, she hasn't really done too much else, so it'd be interesting to see her do a different character. Mm, <laughs> very different character. So playing the character of Katie, of course, the orphan niece is Violet McGraw. She played, we've seen her before. She played young Yelena in Black Widow. She was the, the little girl who fell off the swing and scraped her knee. A favourite character of ours on this show. That's how the movie's going to start, guys. So good to see her back again. Most of the other actors, I have no fucking clue who they are. So I'm just going to breeze over who they are. So playing the body of Megan is Amy McDonald. She's a child actor, hasn't really done anything of note. Playing the voice of Megan is Jenna Davis. She is a voice actor as well as a singer and a model. Hasn't really done any movies. Playing the character of David is Ronnie Cheng, who we've seen before in Godzilla vs. Kong, as well as Shang-Chi. So welcome back, Ronnie Cheng. I have no idea who you are, though. He was like an extra in both of those movies. And then finally, the last person I want to mention playing the character of Cole is Brian Jordan Alvarez. No idea who he is either. Any idea who these people are, Matty D? Uh, I think they're just work colleagues of Gemma. No, I mean the actors. Oh, no, no. And the actors, as actors, I've never seen them before. Yeah, me neither. So, like I said in another episode, it's bringing a real, like, TV quality (laughs) into a movie. But it's good to see fresh faces, I've just got to say. You know, yeah, this can make people's careers. Yeah, exactly. When this movie's going to be a smash hit and breaking box office. It's a payday. Uh, all these people are going to be like, we're going to see these people in a million movies afterwards. They're going to get a Marvel contract. It's going to be great. Well, we're going to you know, see them in a Star Wars Will they show. have any time with the amount of sequels that this movie will inspire? They've already announced a sequel for this movie. Would you believe it? it hasn't come out yet, Matty D. You have to be kidding me. No, I'm not. They've already announced a sequel for it. What's going to happen in the sequel? There's going to be another doll? James Wan has said that they're going to explore the world of the movie. So, obviously, this is going to have- What? Like- as in the world? <laughs> as in, like, <laughs> as the in normal the real world? world? Yeah, yeah. There's like a deep richness and lore to the Megan universe. So that's what we're going to explore in the sequel. What? I can't believe they've already announced the sequel to a movie that hasn't come out. We don't even know if it's going to be a success. They're probably going to pull the plug if this movie fails, but all these horror movies always make money. So we're going to see a Megan 2 in the future, or maybe even a Megan 3. 
let's get into it. Matty D, I think it's only fair that you go first this you week. You want me to go first? Yeah, Damn. since I went first last time. And I'm Damn. really, I'm, I have to say, I'm very excited to find out what you've got, because if it's not exactly what I have, then there's <laughs> going to be an issue here. Let's, uh, let's go straight into it, because I found reflecting on this plot to be really difficult, because I reflecting didn't care. Yeah, when I was like thinking about what okay. was going to happen in this plot. But here, here's my crack at it. We're going to open with a young Katie playing with her iPlaid. Mm-hmm. Her iPad, not plaid. <laughs> it's, it's a tartan it's iPad. It's a tartan iPad. Yeah, it's Scottish iPad. <laughs> uh, so she's playing it's a game. It's called an iPad. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Scottish I'm sorry, iPad. everyone. And that's an Irish name. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, so her stressed out mother, who's in uh, the car, but she's in the passenger okay. seat of the car. I know where this is going. You know, leans back and tells her that she should give the iPad a rest. So she like reclines the seat <laughs> right back. And so she's lying perpendicular. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like natural. Shouldn't be doing this while I'm driving, honey. <laughs> she's no, she's in the passenger seat. Okay. And she just turned around. Kieran, we're making a commentary on technology here. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know if you got my subtle message right. there. So she's watching it. Bluey on the iPad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whatever children watch these yeah. days. And the mother turns around and says, you should give the iPad a rest. Suddenly, yeah. we're introduced to our big jump scare. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a horror movie. The movie's going to start which, with a scare. Which is a truck that slams into the car. Yeah. Katie's car. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a truck. R.I.P. Uh, it's not... I think it's really important that it's not the parents' fault. They're not, you know, being irresponsible driving. And it's not- Doing like a planes, trains, and automobiles and driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. No, you're saying it wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault. And it wasn't Katie's fault. It wasn't that Katie distracted them and crashed because I think that's too mean. She might feel guilty about it, but it's not her fault. It was like a freak accident and that kills both her parents. So now we're going to see Katie with a blank expression staring off into the distance. There are people- Little scar on her face. Yeah, maybe. So she's got a blanket around her. There are people running around. Uh, you know, emergency crews emergency are there. Crews rushing around. She's just going to be completely stone faced, not expressive. She's in shock. She's in shock. Okay. And the camera's going to be zooming out. We're going to hear voices that are very faint, and there'll mm. be some music. Maybe it's one of the music's from the trailer trailers. Maybe. Yeah. But that that's. I sort personally of don't think any of the songs from the trailer are going to be in the it, movie. It never is. But I don't know yeah. what sort of song they'll play. Maybe they will play dolls. I don't know. But we're going to have our title screen appear. It's going to say Megan, uh, but the E will glitch out and turn into a three. <laughs> we're oh, very nice. Very clever. Yeah, I know. Well, it looks more like three lines to me rather than a three. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Like three strokes. Yes. Now we're going to meet Gemma. Okay. So Gemma is doing a presentation to a bunch of potential investors about the work that they're doing, and she's going to introduce Megan, an AI that can be the friend of any child. Very nice. Not in a creepy way, though. But we're uh, friends to the end. <laughs> yeah. But will also serve to protect them. There's going to be. Does Megan come out and go, "Hi, I'm Megan. Want to play?" Yes. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> except like not those lines directly. Okay. Like, hey, I'm Megan. Want to interact? Hang. Yeah. <laughs> interact. So just so they could say it's different. So there's going to be an inbuilt backstory. This is this is me going under a limb, by the way. Okay. It's going to be an inbuilt backstory where Gemma was abused by her parents. Wow. Okay. Which is why she, as a character, has uh, thrown herself into her work. She's not sort of you know had a family or had much time for a love life. She's thrown herself into her work, and also why she's dedicated her life to creating this AI as like okay. a protector. This might be revealed. So, from what I understand, she works in a toy company. Yes. So, she had like a, a bad childhood, yet she's focusing on making other children's lives better, I didn't I realise it was a toy company. I thought it was a tech company. But okay. yes, I guess it works if, if it's, you know, making other children's lives better. I think that's sort of what feeds her drive, you know? 
Okay. She, uh, she wants to protect other kids. She wants to have kids to have a better childhood than she had. Good save. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, this might be revealed in the presentation or later on or one-on-one by Katie, but that's just going to be like a little bit of her motivation. Okay. The investors will be skeptical, asking questions about the potential risk. They're like, where's the monkey that does sign language? <laughs> I thought of that, right? <laughs> So it's a, it's a skeptical thing, right? Like you, you, you would be like, well, is this moral? Is this right? What can go wrong? You know, all these kind of questions they ask yeah. about this sort of shit. The other toy makers will be thrown by the line of questioning. And that's, you know, that's the Ronnie character. That's the Cole character. They're all there. Ronnie? Uh, yes. Is oh, as in Ronnie Cheng's Yeah. I what, did he have a character he name? He did have a name. It was Christy. <laughs> it was Christy. It was David. I, I wrote their names down somewhere, but I don't okay. think they're going to do a lot in this movie. No, I'm the same. I'm the same. It doesn't matter what their <laughs> names are. They're just body count in my book. Yeah. So they're they're thrown uh, by the you know by these questions, but Gemma saves it and maintains that Megan is there to protect people and that it is impossible for her to be harmful. Okay. Uh, the doll will be used in this because of the three laws of robotics, of course. Of course, by Isaac that Asimov. Can't break. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they'll they'll use Megan in the demonstration, so we're introduced to what she's like, and she'll have a very like bubbly, off-putting voice, like high voice, you know, throughout the mm. whole thing. Uh, once Gemma walks away from the presentation, a colleague tells her that someone has been trying to call her. When she answers the phone, she realizes that her sister is dead. Okay. Wow. Ah, uh, yeah. And anyway, there will be a scene in which Gemma is speaking to whoever. So, you know, she'll, she'll get those news and obviously she has to adopt Katie. That's where we're going. Okay. She's going to have him. I don't know how this kind of stuff works, but um, I guess she's meeting with whoever's job it is to foresee the child going into custody for Presumably Gemma. Child Protective Services. Right. Okay. So she's talking to that person. Or the courts. Yeah. She's talking to that person and she says, I can't do this. I'm, you know, I know nothing about raising a child. I'm not prepared to be a parent, like the plot summary said. Yeah, I'm not prepared Sorry, to the be synopsis. a parent. And she even says that she wasn't even close to her sister, She and she never met Katie. So okay. she uh, she's really confused with why she's been given custody. Wow, and okay. While this whole interaction is taking place, Katie will be actually listening on the other side of the door. What and when she, when she opens the door, there's like an awkward exchange there. Yeah, okay. Haven't we seen that wow. in so, so many So it's movies. a comedy movie now. <laughs> Could be. When uh, Gemma and Katie are driving home, the two will be awkward. They'll have yeah. trouble. Katie's making- like, make sure you stay on the right side of the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like, I don't feel comfortable in the cars anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's like, they're going to have trouble making conversations. Okay. Katie will be very shy, withholding her grief. Uh, she'll also be very lonely and not have a lot of friends. Gemma will be trying her best, but be out of her depth trying to relate to a child. That's going to be the relationship, and that's going to be what we are going to overcome. There'll be many character development moments uh, with the two trying to coexist. Mm -hmm. Gemma is a workaholic, and Katie will constantly interrupt her by being a child. Like, she'll be on the computer doing shit, and Katie will, like, bump her with a ball, and she'll be like, can you just give me five fucking minutes? (laughs) All right? All right? Your parents are dead. Can you go cry or something? Can you just fuck off? (laughs) Can you just fuck off? Go play with the neighbors. Wow. Such a supportive environment for yep. a, a traumatized young girl. Yeah. Gemma will tell her frustrations to one of her work colleagues. We'll this say, Cole. little bitch that I yeah. haven't heard. And so Cole says, well, you know what you should do? You should bring her to the toy company. Like, she's a kid. She'll love that. Right? Wow. It'll be just like that scene in Big. She's going to be jumping on a giant piano in no time exactly, and having a great time. Exactly. And it's a good way to you. you can relate to her and you can build a relationship. It's a great idea. Nothing could possibly go wrong. 
So when Gemma arrives home, she tr- attempts to treat Katie to like some takeout to make up for being late because she's, yeah. she's late from work. After Katie is very quiet, Gemma decides to take her colleague's advice. So when Cole suggested it, she was like, that's a dumb idea. But now she's like, you know what? I'm out of options. I'm going to take her to the toy company. So she asks Katie, would you like to come and see where I work and see all the cool stuff I do? And then Katie opens up for the first time and is like, yeah, that sounds great. So cool. Yeah. This is where Katie comes and she sees all the wonderful things that is going on. Yeah, in it's company. like Willy Wonka. <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka, exactly. <laughs> factory. And this is where she will meet Megan. Um, Megan. Megan. Meg. <laughs> the Meg. <laughs> Finally, we have a real Meg in a movie. Yes. That's great. Yes. Uh, Gemma, Gemma will explain what like Megan's whole purpose is and they will bond by Katie stroking the palm of Megan's... Mm. Hey. Megan's palm, Megan's, yes, palm. Okay. Megan's palm, with her two fingers. That's how, like, they... You've got to bond with uh, Megan. Go stroke her palm, yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah, and so Gemma's never seen uh, Katie look so happy and, you know, open up so much. So she decides... Okay. Well, her parents are dead, of course. Yeah, so she decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take Megan home, even though... Megan is still in this kind of, like, not quite ready to be... She's still in the development stage. Yes. Okay. But Gemma seems confident that Megan's fine. Megan's good at this stage. So she was going to take her home. It'd be a good, like, experiment to see how it goes with a normal kid as well. Okay. Yeah. So that's what will happen, and the two will bond instantly. So there'll be moments where they dance and hang out, Megan and Katie, that is. We see this all in the trailer. Yep. But so this is happening at home rather than the... At home, that's right. And the robotics lab. That's right. Okay. They, take, they take her home. Uh, there'll be times where Megan is walking around or looking at things creepily, just sort of scanning her environment because we it's a scary movie, right? And we need to have those moments. Yeah. And there'll also be a few jump scares where Gemma is like putting away washing, but once she closes the cupboard, Megan is just there. Just, oh, mm. How long were you there for? Uh, there'll be a scene where they're eating pizza and Gemma will tell her that she has to eat her pizza toppings, not just the base. And Katie will disobey. I sense a leaked scene here. <laughs> Katie will disobey. Megan interrupts and starts giving stats about healthy eating. And okay. that goes against what Gemma said. So she says, you know what? St- uh, studies show that, you know, forcing kids to eat vegetables is not like a good way of, you know, encouraging healthy eating. Megan, shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. That's what Gemma does. And she mutes Megan and goes to talk about what she actually wants to talk about is like, okay, Katie, we, we need to talk about you going back to school. I think it's about time you do that. Katie doesn't want to doesn't want to go to school without Megan. Okay. And Gemma says, well, "Wow, you, I, I should have watched these uh, leaked scenes. You can't. Should have cheated, like Matty D. You, that's not cheating. That's a promotional material. Yes, yeah, you're, you're right. And so Ge- they were leaked in quotation marks. Well, no, yet they released them. I okay. don't think they were leaked. They 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 were released scenes. on YouTube, but I think they call the scenes leaked. Yes, even though they're but not. They're, but they're released. They're by just the promotional material. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. So Gemma, you know, Gemma's saying you got to go to school. Katie wants to bring Megan, but Gemma's saying you can't do that. Okay. Katie gets angry and walks away. Gemma tries to grab her and pull her back. All of a sudden, Megan, Megan. pipes mm. up and says, let her go. Hey, you, get your damn hands off her. <laughs> and also the lights flicker, as, as it did in this scene. So maybe she has wow, control okay. over the technology wow, so as well. so much information from this scene. Oh, man, I can't believe you didn't watch that scene. Yeah. So Gemma will tell Megan to turn off. And instead of turning mm. off, Megan will say, are you sure? And also state that, I thought we were having a conversation. This will be like creepy because Megan is actually not doing what she's supposed to do. And this will freak Gemma out, who decides that maybe she should get rid of Megan, as it might be a bad influence on Katie. But this is just okay. an idea at this stage. She's not really fully committed right, to okay. it. So, 
Katie's going to go to school. She's going to ha- have her first day back and she's going to be really shy and just like introverted. Megan, who is turned off in quotation marks, will yeah. turn on and follow Katie to her school and look at all the classmates and kind of scan it. So we're going to see Megan just like kind of like creeping around watching Katie and her interactions. And what she's going to see is she's going to see. So uh, she can turn herself on. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yes. She doesn't. Well, she's need starting to get. To do it. She's starting to get. Wish like- I knew some women like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Happy New Year. You should be doing better, Kieran. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, she She's starting to get free will, essentially. She's starting to do her own thing. Okay. Megan is, that's right. Yeah, okay. So, Megan will see that Katie gets picked on by a bully named Brandon. Okay. And also the school teacher, uh, Celia, <laughs> is a little too hard on her. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Katie will walk home from was school. This, was this in a, in a leak scene, by the no, way? No, I'm, I'm making any- this up. Okay, fair enough. I'm I was going to say it's completely different in my plot. <laughs> so, this is, this, is a, this is another leak scene, and I tried to fit this in somehow. Uh, Katie will be walking home from school. Brandon will follow her. Okay, what a creep. Well, he's just kind of a jerk. Are they going to fall in love, like Welcome to the Dollhouse? No. Okay. No, they won't fall in love. Uh, essentially, they're, they're walking around, and I think that's- So, they're walking through the forest. They're walking through the forest. Okay. Yeah, they're walking through the woods. Katie's like, leave me alone. Brandon's like following her and they will see Megan appear there. And this will okay. obviously like f- kind of freak both of them out. Um, and Brandon will be really interested. He'll want to play with the doll because that's what happens in this scene. I didn't quite know how it fit in. So I'll just say that he, okay. he wants to do it. They like have like a little, Katie and Brandon will have like a little, f- like a, f- a, a fight, a tussle. Like a, a tussle. She'll pull away. Katie will and run off. Shouldn't Brandon Megan have stepped in at this point. If he's uh, harassing he, Katie, he will. She will in a second. So he will. Okay. He'll grab the doll. She's biding her time. Yeah, for she, dramatic effect. Well, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be like a surprise. I don't know how this scene's gonna work, so I'm probably gonna be wrong. But what I saw in the leak scene is that Brandon's standing over the top of the Megan doll, and all of a sudden Megan will come to life, grab his ear, pull his ear stretched right out. Okay. Snapping it off. The, wow. This kid will freak out. He'll step back. Uh, naturally so. <laughs> and then Megan will say, this is the time that you run. She'll spider walk yeah. and chase chase Brandon as he runs off. Brandon runs off and gets hit by a truck or hit by a car, I'll say, okay. and gets hospitalized because of that. Wow. So he doesn't die. He does not die. Okay, fair enough. He does not die. It's not die. that sort of movie. It's not fatal. No. I'm just imagining like his head gets crushed like a watermelon by the car driving over him. Like in the start of uh, Toxic Avenger. <laughs> yes. So late late uh, at night when they're at home, I guess, Katie will ask Megan if she did something to Brandon and Megan will say that she'll do anything to protect her. Mm. The parents will call Gemma and tell her about what the what their doll, what her doll did to their son. Oh, so they witnessed it. No, but Brandon's saying it. Okay. From the hospital. Okay. From the hospital, yeah. And they said they're going to press charges. Megan- The movie becomes a courtroom drama. Yeah, well, no, not quite. But like, so Gemma's like really freaking out about this. Megan will turn herself on and go out at night and Gemma will follow her. And this is the scene where we'll see in the trailer where she kills Cecilia, Celia, sorry, the teacher at her house oh, yeah, with a water hose. Teacher. Okay. Yep, that's that scene in the with trailer. With a water hose. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> with, 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 with a hose. Uh, a light sprinkling. <laughs> yep. And then Gemma will capture Megan and take her back to the office, to the toy factory to deprogram right. her. So she comes in with a sack and pulls it over her head. <laughs> oh, she like, maybe like wriggling around. Tackles her or something. Tackles her. So they're trying to, they're trying to like- Wait, how did she kill the teacher? With a hose, with okay. the pressure of a hose, I guess. Wow, okay. And that killed her. 
Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I think she might like go up to her and like slit her throat or something. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> so they're going to keep Megan in this toy factory. She's going to break out. She's going to strangle uh, the Ronnie character, David, with okay. like a with a cable. And she's going to like pull out whatever that blade is that's used to cut paper. It's a guillotine. The guillotine. She's going to pull that out. She's going to do a dance and then she's going to kill Cole. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Gemma's going to race home and get into the car and flee because they know Megan's going to come try to find them. Somehow, using movie magic, Megan's going <laughs> to turn up on the roof of the car and the car's going to veer off the road. And there'll be like a huge scene here where Megan's trying to kill Gemma because she believes that Gemma is putting Katie's life in danger or making her life harder. So it's just like that scene in Child's Play. Where the detective is in the car and then Chuck is like in the car underneath the seat, like stabbing yeah, through with a knife. Yeah, 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 exactly. And making him crash the car. Exactly, exactly. Very original concepts here. Yes, very, very. So Megan's whole thing is like, you're, you're actually a bad influence on the child, but because she's a robot, she can't sort of. Okay. It's all black and white for her. Yeah, okay. Eventually, they, Megan will look like she's going to kill Gemma, but Katie will appear and bash her over the head with a stick, very breaking nice. her. Very nice. Yep. Megan's eyes will start to shut down as she sees Katie and Gemma embrace. So they like hug each other. Mm-hmm. Katie strokes Gemma's palm, much familiar, like much like the scene okay, early yep. on with Megan. Megan, And that's that, that we can see that their relationship is starting to form now. And okay. through Megan's eyes, she kind of turns off realizing that she's not needed anymore. Right. So she shuts down like the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> so the she's light a, goes out of her a, eyes. She's a bad guy and she's been defeated and she's been broken, but she can also see that Gemma's going to protect Katie now. Because that's a nice little okay, nice little ending for Very it. nice. Very heartwarming. So there might be a jump scare as well where we think Megan's dead and she pops up and they yeah, kill of course. her again. You know, that's going to happen. Just like in Child's Play. Just like in Child's Play. Uh, but, you know, that, that'll that be the end of the movie and flashing, well, not flashing forward, but we'll get to see Gemma and Katie at the end of the movie as like a happy makeshift family. They're getting along. Not oh, very nice. Katie's more The horror movie's ending with a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Katie's sort of opening up and, and being, you know, comfortable with herself and, and, and reasonably happy. And Gemma is, you know, getting used to being a parent, but they're both having their lives and they're making it work. And that's the end of my movie. Very nice. Standard horror movie ending. Happy, happy ending. Everyone gets what they want. So- my plot for Megan. So straight away, I've said if this movie is anything like any of James Wan's other movies, I know he didn't direct it, but it's his story and he's producing it. If it's anything like yep. any of his other movies, most of the movie will be really boring, build up, peppered with jump scares, <laughs> with a really exciting final 15 minutes. Because I'm seeing a formula with all of the movies of his that I've watched. I watched all of the Conjuring movies, was it last year? In preparation for Conjuring 3, the Annabelle movies I've seen as well, as well as Malignant. And it's all the same thing. Very slow. We're supposed to be, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, a jump scare. Oh, a jump scare. And then all the actions in the last 15 minutes, and everyone walks out going like, whoa, that was a great <laughs> horror movie. Someone's and they're not. bitter. <laughs> I'm extremely bitter because I sat through Malignant. And I'm so disappointed by it. So, the movie will start with Katie traveling in a car with her parents. What could possibly happen here? <laughs> Unlike you, I've said that Katie's parents are stressing that Katie needs to make more friends until the car suddenly collides with a truck. Quite like you, they just slam into an oncoming truck. So... Katie survives the accident, but both of her parents are killed instantly. Katie moves in with her aunt Gemma, who works as a roboticist at a toy factory. Toy development company, not a toy factory. Gemma's house is full of advanced technology that wows Katie, but nothing seems to break her out of her sadness. So she's got like an advanced version of an Alexa that operates the whole house, like in Home Alone 4. There you go. (laughs) Tying it all together here. 
And uh, yeah, Katie's like, wow, that's cool. I've never seen such advanced technology. What but- a great world that we should explore in future movies. Yeah, exactly. So Gemma promises Katie that she will soon feel at home here with her. We understand that Gemma is not prepared to suddenly be a parent, like we read in the synopsis, and she has little time to look after Katie with mounting pressure from her workplace. At work, Gemma is working on an advanced android doll known as Megan. Megan is an evolving AI companion, and the idea is to market it to lonely children and creepy guys. Because, of course, you know, if a doll like this existed in real life, you know what the, you know, the second major purpose would be. <laughs> That's so gross. I know, but, like, I know, I've seen enough, like, real doll stuff. <laughs> To know so, what creepy guys you, do. You think that that movie will address that? No. no well, maybe. <laughs> Probably not, but yeah. <laughs> That's something for future movies. It was a joke. <laughs> so, Gemma works alongside fellow roboticists Cole, David Kurt, and Tess, who are only here to give exposition and a higher body count. So, they don't need to be here except to be killed later yeah, on. Yeah, that's right. They're wearing red shirts. Yes. They're following, uh, you know, William Shatner into the planet. Yes. To fight the, the Gorn warrior or whatever <laughs> it was. So, Gemma and her colleagues feel that Megan is ready to mash produce- but they first want to do an experimental trial with an actual child. So, they haven't done that yet. <laughs> so, like, we should probably do that before we mass market this. We did this. one with a monkey. Uh, yeah. So, back at home, we're introduced to more lambs to the slaughter, including neighbourhood bully Brandon and Gemma's mean neighbour, Celia. <laughs> so, she's not a teacher in my version. She's just a mean neighbour. So, Celia doesn't like children and resents having Katie around. And Brandon is a typical movie bully who just exists to make Katie's life hell. So, Gemma decides that Katie is the perfect candidate to test out Megan and brings her into her workplace to start the trial. Katie is taken to an observation room that is made up to look like a colourful preschool. Gemma introduces Katie to Megan and Katie is at first put off by the lifelike android or the automaton. (laughs) So, the two introduce themselves and Gemma pairs Katie with Megan by having Katie touch the robot's palm. I'm not quite sure how the logistics work. Maybe it's just like an ID. Yeah. Maybe it's like an ID sort of scanner thing, like a DNA scanner. I, I don't know. So, Megan suddenly becomes warm and bubbly towards Katie, and the two start getting along within a matter of minutes. They play with toys together, chat, and Katie teaches Megan a dance routine, which will not at all be important later. So, the scientists watch Katie and Megan through one-way glass, and they give each other the thumbs up as they realise the project (laughs) is a success. One of the scientists asks Gemma if she thinks that the child connecting with a machine is unnatural, but Gemma dismisses these concerns. She's like, look at these kids these days, they've got mobile phones, they've got iPads, like in Matty D's plot. They're connected with technology all the time. Why not have something that can actually talk back and teach them valuable lessons? Yeah. Like, you're developing this robot with me. Why are you disagreeing? Exactly, exactly. And what if we made one of them sort of monsters called the Gorgonites and the other ones like <laughs> yes. soldiers, like, I don't know, commandos? Yes. I was thinking that when I was writing this too. So, after another session with Megan, Gemma decides that the robot should come home with her and Katie. Gemma tells Megan to protect Katie both physically and emotionally, and Megan promises to never let anything happen to her. Katie is quite happy to be living with Megan, and Gemma is just glad to see Katie finally cheery once again. Gemma's neighbour Celia notices Katie playing with Megan and hates Megan as much as she hates Katie, because she hates children, so why wouldn't she hate a robot child? Right, right, right. Does she know she's a robot child? I guess it's like, yes, it's pretty obvious. It's obvious. Those dead eyes. So Megan glowers at Celia, but doesn't do anything further at this stage. Watch out, there's going to be a water hose in her future. (laughs) So, over dinner, Megan is unusually chatty and Gemma commands her to power down. So, we have the whole pizza scene that you elaborately described for us earlier. This all happens in my plot. Oh, does it? Yes. (laughs) So, give me a point in the future. (laughs) And Megan seems offended by the command, but powers down regardless. Gemma tells Katie that Megan won't be around forever and that she should go back to school. Because I'm working that into my plot. (laughs) So glad you went first. But Katie thinks that Megan is a real friend. Uh, Later that night, Megan startles Gemma while she's working on her laptop. Gemma and Megan discuss the robot's relationship with Katie. 
And Megan seems annoyed that Gemma treats her like a machine. She's just like, why did you interrupt me at dinner earlier when we were having a normal conversation? That's very rude. You know, if you want me to protect Katie, you got to let me into this family. And Gemma's like, I made you. Why are you talking to me like this? <laughs> so, at work, Gemma tells her colleagues that Megan's AI is developing faster than they predicted and that Megan seems to be developing a personality of her own. Gemma's colleagues are over the moon by the news, but only Gemma seems concerned that the development may be dangerous. Meanwhile, Katie is playing outside with Megan and several of her other toys, and Katie is harassed by Brandon. So, she's out in the woods. She's got all of her teddy bears and dolls and yeah, Megan sort of lined I, I up. Couldn't, I couldn't fit out why there was all these toys out there, but I guess it makes sense that she's playing in the woods. Yeah, she's just playing in the woods behind Gemma's house. Right. And, you know, she doesn't want to be in eyeshot of uh, Celia, that bitch next door. But yeah, <laughs> so up strolls Brandon, neighborhood bully. When Brandon starts getting violent with Katie, starts shoving her around. Katie calls out to Megan for help. Megan approaches Brandon and the bully's at first amused by the android and tells Katie to make her talk. So he just thinks it's a toy. Thinking that Megan is just a rubber doll, Brandon pushes her over and leans over Megan to taunt her. Megan suddenly grabs Brandon and demands that he listen to her as she tears off one of his ears. There we go, I got that all in there. Nice. Megan tells Brandon to start running before chasing after him on all fours like an animal. Megan chases Brandon onto a road where she pushes him into the path of an oncoming car. Brandon is hit by the car but not killed. There you go. Later, a traumatised Katie tells Gemma that Megan was responsible for hurting Brandon. So many names in this sentence. And Gemma decides to take Megan back to the lab for analysis, because she already knows that something's up. She's just like, all right, it's dangerous to have her around Katie. She might hurt her, even though she's programmed not to. So we should probably look into why she would be acting out so viciously. Megan is not happy about leaving Katie, but Gemma insists that it's for the best. She's like, you'll be helping Katie by coming with me. At the robotics lab, Megan is strung up at a docking station while the scientists analyse her AI brain. So this docking station we've seen in the trailer, it's sort of like the, the, the machine that the Invisible Man's outfit is kept in, in the Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah. With wires. It's, or, or wires that are connecting. It look, almost yeah. looks like Cerebro in, um, in X-Men. In yeah. X-Men, but like a stand-up version of it. Yeah, so it sort of raises Megan up in the air, yeah. like a, an, almost like a Christ-like pose. Gemma's colleagues dismiss her concerns and are more impressed with how far Megan has developed on her own. With Megan safely in the lab, Gemma returns home to comfort Katie. Megan is pretending to be powered down, but is secretly watching and listening to everything going on. Again, quite like in your plot. Gemma's colleague Cole wanders a little close to Megan's docking station, and Megan grabs him and strings him up by his neck. Tess comes to Cole's rescue, but as she cuts him down, Megan casually pierces a gas canister with a screwdriver, blowing up the lab. Megan strolls down the hallway towards the elevator, where she runs into David coming the other way. David asks Megan what she's doing out of the lab, and Megan pulls a blade from a paper cutter, a guillotine as I called it earlier. David tries to make a break for the elevator as Megan follows him, dancing as she goes, and she, everyone just eats the scene up. Yeah, he, he's so engrossed with her dancing that he get, like he's not running. He's like, oh my god, this dance is so good. <laughs> he is, <laughs> yeah. Well, he is running, but he's glancing over his shoulder and going, damn! It's <laughs> <laughs> a good choreographed dance. Yeah. David makes it to the elevator, and the doors open to reveal Kurt. Kurt asks David why he's distressed, but before David can answer, he is cut in half by Megan. Kurt is too shocked to move, and Megan pounces on him. Downstairs in the lobby, a tour group is being shown around the robotics facility. A tour group? Nice. The elevator arrives in the lobby, and Megan strolls out calmly. One of the tour groups sees Kurt's dead body in the elevator, and the whole facility erupts into chaos as Megan exits unnoticed. So the doors will open up, Megan strolls out. Yeah. This is like a, a mangled corpse there, and a tourist like looks over and goes, Oh my god! And she can she can get out because everybody's running around. Yeah, everyone's running around. Security guards run into the elevator. Megan just strolls out. So Megan gets into a sports car parked outside and drives off in the direction of a Gemma's house. Sports car. That's right. So she's going to drive herself back to Gemma's house. I guess she's a smart AI, right? She can like, yeah. hack into the car or something. Well, she just drives it like a normal person. Can her feet reach the pedals? Presumably so. 
<laughs> I guess she doesn't really need to see where she's going because she can't see. Mm. Well, maybe she can see. Robots can see. What am I saying? I don't want to be. I don't want to offend our AI audience. I don't want to offend our automaton audience. <laughs> so after a superfluous scene with Gemma and Katie, Gemma's neighbor Celia investigates a noise she hears in her shed. She finds Megan hiding in the dark shed, and Megan blasts Celia with a pressure washer before killing her with a nail gun. Megan makes her way into Gemma's house, and we have a drawn-out scene of cat and mouse as Megan stalks Gemma in the dark. Megan finally attacks Gemma, and the two wrestle around, grabbing nearby objects to use as weapons. The audience pretends they haven't seen Child's Play, Small Soldiers, <laughs> or any of the other countless movies that have this exact same plot, and they will claim that this movie is really fresh and exciting, wow. even though 90% of it is boring as shit, and has been done better in a thousand other movies. <laughs> the final blow on Megan- <laughs> Thank you for saying that, eh? Is dealt by Katie, who appears out of nowhere to help her aunt. Oh, there we go. Megan is shocked by Katie's betrayal, since she thought that they were friends. Katie tells Megan that playtime is over- and somehow sets Megan on fire because Megan's going to be set on fire at some point. Uh-huh. You know, it's just standing in these movies. And she's going to like bubble and then reveal a robotic skeleton. Yes. Do, 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 do. So Gemma and Katie think that Megan is finally destroyed, <laughs> but Megan's robotic skeleton comes back for one last scare, just like in Terminator, just like in Child's Play, just like in Small Soldiers, just like in a million <laughs> other movies that have this exact same fucking plot. But this scare is short-lived as Gemma smashes Megan's head, destroying her AI brain. As the movie ends, we discover that the robotics lab has greenlit the Megan project, and they begin working on building thousands of new Megans. A whole army of Megans. Yes, exactly. And the sequel will be like, there's three Megans in the house. Uh Uh-oh, wait, they did that in Child's Play already. Yeah, well, they did this in Child's Play, so. Yes. And that was my plot. Right. Uh, There we go. I think I got a little bit too worked up How do you feel now? Is it, uh, do you feel better? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. You, I guess we can go watch the movie right now. There was a lot of aggression that came out there. You, yes. You honestly scared me a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I never saw that side of you before. <laughs> well, let's be honest. We've covered some movies on here. I've seen that side. Yes. But yeah, well, you, you seem like you're excited for this one. Well, I'm not excited to really see the movie, but I am excited to see how close we are. I want to see who is closest out of the two of us. Yes. As is standard, as is be- quickly becoming the main element of this show. That's why I'm always excited to see the movies as soon as they come out. So I can guarantee I'll be in the cinema tonight oh, yes. watching this movie. And yeah, just to see which one of us is closer. Yeah, well, it seems like we got... that's s- more interesting than the actual plot. It probably will be. Yes. But yeah, it, it seems like we got a very similar idea of what's going to happen in the movie. But uh, yeah. you got little details, right? I guess is yeah. the question. Because we did have some differences, surprisingly. But essentially, we had the same plot overall. Yeah. So I can guarantee you we have nailed this movie 100%. Well... let's say. Agreed. So, do you, the dear listener, have any ideas of what you think is going to happen in Megan? Have you seen Child's Play? Have you seen Small Soldiers? Just say that and you'll be right. Have you seen Pinocchio? Have you seen... Yeah, Pinocchio. Any one of the Pinocchio movies. Do you remember Pinocchio's Revenge? The the movie about, like, a killer Pinocchio? Maybe it'll be like that. Sounds very similar to this movie. Yes. It probably is. That was a terrible movie, though. I wouldn't recommend anybody watch that one. So, yeah, there's several places you can let us know your thoughts. You can email at us at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. That's another muscle memory thing that I say every week. So used to saying it now. It just rolls off the tongue. Maybe I'll get Manny D to start saying it in the future. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Just for something different. (laughs) So, before we wrap it up for another week, let's, of course, reveal what we're going to be discussing next week. As is standard, we're returning to the world of actual spoilers, where we go back and look at a movie we've covered in the past. And next week, oh boy, Manny D, oh boy, it's finally time, because Um, next week- This is not good, right? No. You should not be looking forward to this one at all. Spoilers for next week, I guess. 
Because next week we're looking at how well we did with predicting the plot of the little things. So that was the worst, what I called the worst movie that year. Of 2021. You did not have some favourable things to say about it either. Nope. Uh, it's and not why a- we didn't like it, we're going to discuss yeah, next week. It's not a movie I want to watch again. No, it's not a movie I want to watch again. <laughs> <laughs> we were really excited for that movie too, so please tune in next week and find out why we went from being really excited to see this movie to saying it was one of the worst movies of 2021. Because I cannot wait to have that discussion and yeah, really vent on why this movie was such a disappointment to both of us. Yeah. But rest assured, Maddie D, this is actually going to be the last really terrible actual spoilers movie that we cover for a while. So oh, we've got it? a whole bunch of really good ones coming oh, up good. too. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. Because we've had a string of really bad Oof. actual spoilers movies in the last couple of weeks. So it'll be nice and refreshing. Again, I didn't think Tom and Jerry was that bad, as bad oh, as come on. it was. Come on. We're going to be watching The Little Things very soon. Yeah. I think Tom and Jerry, why? Well, I've said this in the past. I think Tom <laughs> and Jerry was way worse than The Little Things. Because at least The Little Things didn't offend me personally. <laughs> anyway, please join us next week for The Little Things. And until then, we'll see you then. I'm Megan. Do you want to hang out? Megan. 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 Is so sweet and nice. Great job, Katie. Megan has so much personality. It's insane, right? She's like a homeschool teacher. Best friend. The ideal companion. I won't let anything harm you. She's just this effervescent, beaming ray of light. Until she goes batch crazy. This film is intense, iconic, strange, constantly unsettling. When the head just goes like that. No, that was very creepy. You should probably run. Go see this movie in a theater with a big group of people. It will make you unplug all your devices. I have a new primary user now. Me. Yeah, people might have a bit of an uneasy sleep over this one. (laughs) Nothing bad happens. It's a comedy. Um... With Megan around, she'll take care of the little things so you can spend more time doing the things that matter.